0: Hi there. Welcome to Did I Talk Too Much, a grit podcast. Okay, we should probably get started because we have literally been recording for almost seven minutes, so time (laughs) flies. Um, Hello, everyone. Welcome to Did I Talk Too Much? This is our first episode of the season. We're so excited. I'm joined in the studio today with a new staff member and a returning one so that's pretty cool i'll start off with me though this is jenna you probably know me recognize my beautiful buttery voice from last year i'm back and i'm here for this year continuing to host and produce and all that stuff i'm very excited that i have two ladies in the stewed with me today
1: uh and i'm gonna pass it off to kaylee first say hey 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 lovely people it is me kaylee back again i'm very excited to be here back in the zoo with jenna and our very special new member of
2: grit yo yeah. i'll pass it off to her Start drum rolling hi i'm ella i'm the new <sighs> grit staff member i work in graphic design with the team yes
0: so if you see any cute awesome graphics she probably helped we might have fun new stickers.
1: What? What? We,
0: she might help us make oh little stickers. <gasps> right before we were recording this, listener, we were just discussing cookies on websites. Um, and Kaylee, can you tell them um, what cookies are, please? So we can, you know, we're a resource for women at Biola and we need to share this information because when I think whoever marketed cookies is a genius because in my head, cookies, I have a positive association. It's a delicious snack. And I go on a website, accept cookies, of course. I'm like, oh, I didn't think anything of it. Except,
1: Why not? Why should I not accept the cookies? Cookies are nasty. Not actual cookies because I'm a big cookie stan. But in the sense of cookies on your phone, we don't like that. Cookies leave data, but also kind of sneakily steal data like crumbs, like from a cookie, from a crunchy Mm -hmm. chips ahoy. Um, they steal little things from you. And that's how you get little pop-ups on your phone, how they kind of implement themselves, even when you haven't gotten an ad for them for a while, that sort of thing. Um, yeah, just don't, just oh. don't, just reject them. They're not good for you. They're not, actual cookies are good for you. We <laughs> encourage cookie
0: consumption outside yeah. Vitamin of, C. of that. Um, speaking of, everyone, please share your favorite cookie. Oh, that's really
1: hard. I will go first. I love Love, love me a good old homemade chocolate chip cookie, or if I'm not making it by scratch, it has to be Toll House. Has it. to be. Don't, don't show up with Nestle. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they pull up to the function with Nestle. You're like, go home. I, <laughs> I don't take want one bite, spit it out. I'm gagged. We need to do, like, a blind taste test with, like, cookies. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so funny. What about you, Ella? I
2: think I like Snickerdoodles. Like, it has to be really well-made,
0: though. Oh, it's so soft. Mm-hmm. With, like, yeah, a be, really like... nice crunch on the outside, yeah. though. Yes. Snickerdoodles are my favorite cookie, I was going to mm-hmm. say. So I feel connected to you in that way. Um, I also really love... I don't know the name of them, but the cookies that are, like... Like, <laughs> chocolate cookies with the powdered sugar on them, like, yes. around Christmas time.
1: I don't know the oh, name of them don't either. Know the name, but yeah. I think oh, name, but they're... They're crinkle cookies. Yep.
0: I'm obsessed with those. So good. I've never
1: made them. They're so easy. But
0: I, like, will eat them. I, I'll be at a little office party or something, and they're there. And I'm like, heck yeah. Mm-hmm. Love them. Also underrated, brownies. I like they brownies. They go so hard every single time. And more underestimated,
1: brookies. Brookies? Changed my life.
2: <laughs> I the Trader Joe's brookies. I'm not a
3: brookies Trader
1: Joe's has brookies? Ella, stay quiet. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> What'd you just say? She said she's not a brookies fan. Oh. What if What if you tore it apart? And That's made fine. What if you took a bite of each one?
0: It's all going to the same place, babes. I don't know. It's just like, if it's like... Welcome back to the podcast, guys. (laughs) As you know, every episode has to have at least two to five minutes of nonsense at the beginning before we get into our topics. Tradition. That's just the way it goes. So today's episode... Wait, I need to talk about our theme first. Uh, Well, our last episode actually kind of talked about our theme. So you can go check that out. It's kind of the trailer to this season... Um, But our theme this year is girlhood. Mm -hmm. So this semester, we're going to be exploring, you know, what made up our childhoods as girls, the pain, the joy, the embarrassing moments, so many of them, and everything else that comes with it and how that informs us today. So we're very excited for the semester. There's just been a lot of conversations about girls and girlhood and that sort of thing over the summer, whether that's through the Barbie movie, girl trends, which is what we're talking about today. Yeah, so that's kind of why we wanted to talk about this topic today, which is girl trends. So we know we're late to the train with discussing, you know, girl dinner and all that stuff. That was like a month ago. But we don't podcast over the summer. Okay, give us a break. Um, and, you know, we started doing hot girl walks like two years ago. Hot girl walks have been an integral part of um, my college experience. Would you agree, Kaylee? Yes. That's- I think they
1: were like the main thing everyone kept after like post pandemic.
0: Mm-hmm. 100%. But since then, there's just been new little facets of that trend popping up, like adding girl to different things. And we just, we wanna explore why. And what makes a dinner a girl dinner? And you know, what's being reclaimed with that? Are we minimizing women and putting them in a box? Are we empowering them? These are the questions we're gonna explore today. So we got a couple questions. We're just gonna have a good old round table discussion. First, let's explain what girl
1: trends are for those who are not chronically online. A solid starter is Hawker Walks. Hawker Walks is probably started, I think, in like the pandemic era when everyone was locked up, didn't have anything else to do. And then everyone's family started going on walks, which I think is a great thing for family bonding and just for a great mental health. Literally, we support. Solves mental health issues. <laughs> mental health. Oh, <laughs> <Cool>.
0: <laughs> Do you have mental illness? Go on a walk.
1: <laughs> I literally have a sticky note in my mirror that's like, sad? Question mark? Go on a walk. And the goal of the walk is not,
0: like, oh, I need to do this because I need to, like, punish myself or lose weight or something Mm -hmm. stupid. Or even, like, oh, I need to do this to stay fit. It's literally just because it's, like, I know this is going to make me feel good.
1: Yeah. Have you guys seen those videos where it's, like, someone will put on Reputation by Taylor Swift, the whole album... And they just strut to it, and I'm like, that is so good. I feel like that. My dads heal are me. doing that at the gym, which is so funny. <laughs> Period. And he was like, he literally will text me and be like, oh, I did my hawker walk on the gym, at the gym. And As he like, should. Eric, good for you. Literally, I do sunset walks because it motivates me. Because I'm like, okay, like they last around 45 minutes. I get to watch the sunset and I listen to a playlist and I feel so mm-hmm. great. Okay. And love you get it. that cool little breeze that sunset gives. It's great vibes. Love. And then I get home, I give myself a little treat, and then I
0: go take a shower. I'm obsessed. Also, you have the imminent threat of when it gets dark, a man could come and take you away. So yes. it's like, okay, I need to get home.
1: Yep. And it's then I get to see
0: the neighborhood cats. Love. It's kind of like in Minecraft when it starts getting dark Stop. and you're pretty far from your house and you're like
2: Please. running through the
0: trees and like the sun's starting to set and you're like, oh, or I'm like, build a home now. <laughs>
1: or you start, you dig yourself a hole. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I'd make a little house out of dirt. Anyways, <laughs> this is... <laughs> a. The second trend that I think is so necessary to bring up because it took the whole entire world by storm. I saw it all over the news. Like, I, my mom would be watching the news and I'd see it and I thought it was so funny because um, you'd see on, like, the morning show and they're showing their girl dinners. I thriller, saw that. It's girl dinner. <laughs> and I was like, the fact that, like, these Good Morning America news anchors, I forgot their names, but you know them if you see oh, them. Oh, totally. Yeah. They were showing what they eat for girl dinner and I was like, they eat girl dinner too? Like, these are people who can afford private chefs, but they choose to just run through their little pantry like us common folk <laughs> <laughs> yes but, everyone loves girl dinner yeah, um, everyone can have girl dinner. i think yeah i think even men mm, never mind i'm gonna take, just cut that out <laughs> <laughs> we'll cut that out so give me a rundown what is girl dinner is it just like what makes it different from a normal prepared meal okay so kind of flashing back to what we just talked about off off the off the record um during our long conversation about our own girl dinners we have come to the conclusion Besides Ella, it involves a pickle. Um, It typically involves some sort of dip. Like, I've seen a lot of women do, like, hummus or a spinach dip. Usually some sort of that. that. Um, Or, like, a sauce. mm -hmm, A sauce, as if you may. Um, It it typically is almost like an appetizer plate. Like, it's just a bunch of little things. Like, not little things, but it's a bunch of things in little portions. And so, it's just, like, imagine, like, those TikTok videos where it's, like, making dinner for my toddler... And it's, like, those little sections of food. Um, It's almost like a mini charcuterie board, which is the best way to put it. Totally. Ella,
0: you were saying earlier, like,
1: about, like, the salty
0: and sweet thing. Tell me about that Oh, yeah. Like,
2: how I feel like you have to eat something salty, and then you eat something sweet, and then you have to eat something salty again to, like, equal out the flavors in your mouth. So, I feel like that's what girl dinner is, because you go through that cycle of, like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to grab chips, but now I want, like, a gummy bear, so I'm going to grab a couple gummies. And then you're like, no, but now I need something to, like, even out my mouth.
0: It's about balance (laughs) Yeah The phrasing of that killed me
2: Yeah 100%
0: It's just like a random assortment of little snacks When you're too lazy to make dinner Mm -hmm. That's what it is And we cannot be expected to make a meal every day That part of adulthood has shocked me to my core Horrible I am responsible for every meal I eat It's ridiculous And I remember I remember going grocery shopping with my mom as a child And she said What do you want to eat this week? And I would say, I don't know, because I was like, that's her job. And now I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't imagine having to cook dinner for a family
2: every day. Every day.
0: That's like a a few hour long thing. Like the dishes, the dishes are just awful. Well, we had to clean up after. My mom would make us clean, but then we cleaned so badly that she'd have to, like, obviously go over it. But I feel like girl dinner. A lot of it is too, like if you have a family or a partner or even just living with roommates, I don't know what your prerogative is. Like we're used to serving other people and obviously ourselves food. And it's so it's such a relief if oh, for example, Parker's out of town, I'm gonna go home and have girl dinner. I'm so excited. I love in my girl dinner, I'm usually having like some leftovers and then because, you know, leftovers aren't a full meal most mm-hmm. of the time. So it's like kind of an awkward amount of food. And then I'll like add in just some random things, you know, maybe a pickle, maybe some chocolate pretzels, maybe a carrot. I don't know. Something. Some hummus. Some some apple slices. There's lots of random things I like in there. Deviled eggs. I need to stop because it's just going to turn <laughs> into our conversation last time. But both of you give me two things
1: on your girl dinner plate.
2: Bread and butter is definitely mm-hmm. one. Oh, absolutely. Oh, that's
1: hard. I have two. Either pickles or soft boiled eggs. So a good soft boiled eggs with pepper. Absolutely. I love it. Okay. So
0: why do you think girl dinner took the world by storm?
1: I honestly think girl dinner took the world by storm just because of how relatable it is. Mm-hmm. Like I know my mom does it. My sister not so much. That girl can eat. Some girls that's the thing too, is some girls I saw posting about it saying like I don't eat girl dinner. I eat a girl feast and good for those girls too like i don't think girl dinner is only like i think that's just an umbrella term totally Mm -hmm. it's It's not about portions exactly i think girl dinner is not glorified as something of oh it's a small meal Mm -hmm. like it's a big meal just of various things and i think it just shocked a lot of people especially like men or people who don't do girl dinner (laughs) for example i think it just shocked them that like oh we don't want a bowl of pasta for dinner tonight like we don't want a piece of pizza like we maybe maybe we want the piece of pizza, but that we also want like a, like some carrots and hummus <laughs> and a handful of gummy worms. Literally.
2: And some mac and cheese. Yes. <laughs> you like dream dinner situation. <laughs>
0: Literally. I love it. Okay. So we got hot girl walks. We got girl dinner. What else do we have on the docket?
1: Literally, this hearing this makes me think of that TikTok sound that's going around of Lola from the girl who plays Belly from <laughs> The Summer I Turned Pretty. And she's like, oh my gosh, I love yeah. this question. Um, <laughs> I love the, her like
0: enthusiasm and that is so funny. And she like wiggles.
1: <laughs> okay, anyway, okay. going on to literally my favorite thing of the entire year because it made me feel not alone or crazy is girl math.
2: Mm -hmm. girl math
1: is sensational so the best example of this is the starbucks app if you reload a gift card doesn't count for this situation if you just gift card is free money yeah gift card Mm -hmm. is free if you like let's say you load 20 dollars on it for the week because you're gonna go get coffee a handful of times every single time you go get a coffee now it's free because you already paid for in advance it's the same thing for me like i have a disneyland pass so anytime i go to disneyland now it's free 100%. 100%. Yeah, I saved myself $150, which is why it's okay for me to get a $30 pair of ears because the trip was
0: free. The mm. trip was free.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Frankly, it's you're wasting money if you're not going and using your pass. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Another example. Anything under $5 is, is free. free. Mm-hmm. Another is food doesn't count because we need it. We need it to <laughs> no, live. <literally. laughs> so food doesn't count. No, it doesn't count doesn't matter where it's It kind of matters where it's from. If it's, like, in and out it doesn't count. Mm-mm. Oh, yeah. I think anything under $20, it doesn't count, if it's food. I $20 can is a little seat. Yeah. but, like, $15.
2: I mean, this economy has to be, like, 20 now. I know.
1: It's ridiculous.
2: <laughs> Girl math
0: has truly connected us as women. I think, like, in our culture, the way that we think about money is very much informed by men and the way that they spend their money. And it's not that men spend their money in a better way than women do. We just spend it very differently And the way that we view it is very differently, which is why behavioral economics literally exists because it explores all the behaviors that go behind economics. And so I'm gonna attach a TikTok clip here that really helped me feel justified in my girl math.
3: When I worked on my master's, I dabbled in behavioral economics, which is basically the application of human psychology and emotions onto neoclassical economic models. Behavioral economics basically does what traditional economics can't do, which is take into consideration the multitude of factors that go into our financial decisions. Which is exactly what Girl Math does. Let's just take one of the founding principles of Girl Math, which is that if you buy a cup of coffee with your Starbucks app and it's already been preloaded with money, then that cup of coffee is free. Of course, women know that that coffee, that coffee's not free. You feel like that cup of coffee is free because that's a sunk cost. One of the most important principles in behavioral economics. It's the concept that money that's been already allocated doesn't really matter, right? That that transaction is irrelevant. Or another common idea in girl math is that it's cheaper to buy more things in order to get free shipping, Um, which again, of course, you're spending more money. We know that. We know we're getting scammed, okay? But we understand that that feels like it's cheaper because of a concept called hyperbolic discounting, which is just that our brains prefer a short-term reward that's smaller rather than a bigger reward later. So the idea that I'm going to save on shipping, right, that I'm going to get a good deal now makes me feel better even though I would have more money in my bank account later. That money that I'm saving is worth less to me. Even though money, right? Money is is, is a dollar is a dollar. But what behavioral economics does and what girl math does is, is show us that money is actually not that fungible and that we make decisions based on our emotions and based on our environments that have nothing to do with these principles of maximizing and optimizing. Some girl math is just straight up sappy math, right? The idea of that a you know a thirty dollar dress is only five dollars if you wear it six times. That's just CPW. That's cost per wear. That's just me determining, okay, how much value am I going to get out of this item, and is it worth you know spending the amount of money that I'm spending on it? And buying clothes with a higher CPW is one of the most effective ways of building a more sustainable closet and you know minimizing your ecological footprint. Girl math reminds us that we're just emotional creatures. Trying to have a rational experience, being aware of our cognitive biases, uh, isn't like it doesn't make us dumb. It, it makes us smarter consumers, and it makes us less vulnerable to predatory marketing, you know, schemes and and, and tactics that would take advantage of those, uh, you know, heuristics that we have. And the last thing I'll say about Girl Math is just. I think it's so interesting that people have jumped to so many conclusions and saying, you know, this is uh, reinforcing really harmful sexist stereotypes that women are bad at math. Like, again, women are doing publicly things that they should be afraid of or should be ashamed of doing privately. And I think there's something really fundamentally like unreal about that and, and very revolutionary about that math has nothing to prove, and it is not interested in trying to prove, you know, or, or disprove, right, a sexist belief about women. It doesn't even, it doesn't even, like, want to give those sexist beliefs the decency of having a response, and that is new and extremely powerful. The playfulness and the levity of of girl math, I think is is like where it's power really lies. Like the girls who get it, get it. Those who won't, won't and like, we don't care.
0: I have seen that video literally a million times. I've shown it to so many people. So I'm excited you guys get to hear it. It's good to know that when people try to weaponize girl math, when they see like, no, it's not free, you obviously spent it. I know, I know, I know I loaded that $20, but it's a sunk cost. Now I know that because of Liz. Thanks, girl. So we got hawker walks, we got girl dinner, we have girl math—the big three. Ella, tell us how you've used girl math this week.
2: Okay, you know when you return stuff? Oh, this like is a big one. This is a big one we missed. You know, you return something at Target, and then now it's like loaded on my Target app. So now I'm like, oh my gosh, I have f- like free ten dollars. Of course, I'm going to go buy something. Because you like never would have gotten that money back. Yeah, that's why it's free. Exactly. So you just go and buy stuff and it's like free because the money's already there i don't care it was out of mind already before so it's like now it's back
0: another girl math rule is if you got a punch card and let's say you had to buy 10 coffees to get a to get that 10th coffee for free oh my gosh that's free when you think about it you bought 10 coffees you might have not even purchased but with that in mind you were thinking i'm gonna get that free drink i should go today to like work towards my drink what It's $5. I would save money if I didn't go and just bought one later. Like, it's so funny, but in my head, I'm like, absolutely.
2: But that's part of like little treat culture, though.
0: (laughs) Like, we need to talk about little treat culture. We have a whole episode on little treat culture. We do. Because an iced chai can genuinely make your day so much better when you've had like a crappy day. It is not just, oh, I could have made my coffee at home. If you love coffee, you know, try to invest and get a nice coffee maker. But hey, if you want to get Starbucks on Thursdays because you have to take your least favorite three-hour class that day, you should do that.
1: Mm -hmm. My favorite part about working at Phil's is I can deal with the... Dumb is a mean word, but the dumbest customers or the... The dumbest behavior, The simple minus customer (laughs) sometimes. The questions they ask are very repetitive and at the point when I have to tell people enough that we don't sell espresso at Phil's, Phil's is specifically only pour over coffee, is really frustrating. So when it's time for my 10... I check myself out a cute little almond croissant. Absolutely, warm it up. Get my coffee that I made my coworker make because I'm not gonna make my own coffee if it's absolutely none. Mm-hmm. And I'm making sure they froth my own milk like to perfection. And I sit in the back, and I I just indulge and I just sit there. I don't even go on my phone half the time. I just sit and you just enjoy that little treat. Mm-hmm. I know God made little treats just for us.
2: Yeah. Oh,
0: oh, you had a sad day. Have a little treat. Okay.
1: Or even like petting a cat. <laughs>
0: Period. It's literally just (laughs) it's just simple joys. Mm -hmm. And it sounds silly. But for me, I try to buy stuff at the store and make my own little treats. I Mm -hmm. love I love making chocolate chip muffins, stuff like that. So if you're trying to save money, you can still have little treats. And even if you have some dietary restrictions and stuff, you can find little things you like. There's lots of options. I want to hear your guys' thoughts on, like, when you first heard about, like, girl dinner, hot girl walks. Do you remember hearing about that? Were you like, what? That's weird? Or were you like, oh, my gosh, full body, yes. Like, what were you thinking?
2: I was full body, yes. Because, like, when I see something and I'm like, that's so true. I'm not going to, like, be a hater or anything. I'm like, yes, that's me. Like, when I saw <laughs> girl dinner for the first time, I was like, that's the perfect coin term. Like, I've never seen anyone describe it in a more perfect way so when i saw girl dinner i was like that's literally yes that's me 100 percent hot girl walks i didn't really know that was a thing but it made sense because i was like so many people go on walks now because of post-pandemic but it makes sense because you want to be a hot girl you have to take a walk sometimes you know <laughs> that's true i and not in only a physical facts. sense i mean in oh, like a mental sense a hot of course girl. Sorry. Uh, we mean both yeah
1: what did you feel kaylee do you remember Honestly, probably full body, especially when I think I found Girl Dinner when the Girl Dinner song. I'm actually gonna include a clip of it
0: here so you guys can hear it.
1: This is my meal. I call this Girl Dinner. Girl Dinner. Girl Dinner. Girl Dinner. Girl dinner. girl, Girl Dinner. I probably found it then, and then I was like, oh my gosh, like, wait. I I it wasn't even that I thought I did this I realized wait that's how my mother eats and then I realized that's how I eat I grew up on girl dinner my mom can't cook she would eat she still eats to this day five chicken nuggets a little bit of barbecue sauce and then a bag of chips period other than that I love hot girl walks I gaslight myself into taking them sometimes because I'm like a hot girl wouldn't sit in her bed (laughs) a hot girl would go on her walk sometimes you need you need constructive criticism I do Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'm like, I'm feeling sad. I'm going to throw on the saddest playlist I have, which is mm-hmm. literally all Phoebe Bridgers and Taylor Swift. And I just walk and I get my feelings out. Sometimes
0: I cry. It's okay. 100%. Hot girl walks are great when you're feeling anxious and stressed. And when you're just feeling all in your head about things, it has really helped. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing girl dinner and being like, oh my gosh, this was so my mom and I. Like when my dad and my brothers were out or something. And we would just put together a little snack or we'd come home late from like an event or something and we'd we'd put, Oh, you know, just a little, this little, that it's just, I felt so seen truly Mm -hmm. when I saw it, I was like, Oh my gosh. Like I thought I truly thought that this was a unique experience. And the internet just shows us that literally nothing is a unique experience, which is comforting. I'm like, Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, that's so cute. And it's been such a fun way to connect with people and being like, okay, give me your girl dinner rundown. And you get to hear all your Mm -hmm. friends' favorite little things which is so fun. And I loved seeing even videos of, like, literal strangers and being like, oh, I would have that. I would have that. I like that. And the sound would always make me laugh. Like, it was mm-hmm. just... It was very fun. So, I remember just being happy when I saw those things. Girl math, I was like, yeah, absolutely. And I'd talk to other girls about... I mean, like, it reminded me of... um my high school best friend and i like when we would get starbucks in high school and if money was on our app we were like she was like oh and i'm not spending money because like it's on my app and i'd be like oh yeah true or i'd return something and i'd be like oh yeah i have 20 dollars to spend like that was just that was always the way that i looked at money on the surface obviously when i look deeper down i know oh i could have saved that whatever whatever i don't i'm not looking for a financial advisor
2: i'm fine but returning stuff's different because you already spent the money. So when you when you get the money back, it's still like then it's just your money again. Hundred so like, percent. It's free either way. She,
1: Ella's like, I am gonna argue with you, and I'm gonna argue it's mm-hmm. correct. <laughs> that's why I would just ask them to give me store credit, even if I could get it back on my card. Literally. give me store credit. It's already out of my account. I don't want to know.
2: Literally. Literally, I get to
1: use it and feel like I got a gift card.
2: Well, that's like also out of sight, out of mind. Like I Dude. didn't. I already paid for it like two weeks ago. If I'm returning it now, I don't really care if I'm spending it again. Like it, I already spent my, that money. Hundred percent. So the
0: consensus is it was relatable. Like all mm-hmm. of these things are like, oh my gosh. It feels good I'm a part of this thing that's bigger than myself. But beyond that, what do you think is the appeal behind like girl trends
1: and what do you think is being reclaimed? I honestly think the appeal behind the girl trends. <laughs> you start over. Yeah. I honestly think the appeal behind the girl trends is just how relatable they are and how mm-hmm. seen it makes girls feel because I remember seeing girl math and I literally screamed and I immediately shared the TikTok with everyone because I was like, this is so real and like how Jenna had mentioned like her time in high school like I thought about like every single instance that I've ever used this in and it's like, I can't remember a time that I didn't live without girl math because that was just always my reasoning I also think the thing that's being reclaimed is I think what's being reclaimed is I don't know how to put it into words, but the feeling is when you raise your hand and you're nervous that you're going to sound dumb asking that question, Mm -hmm. it's that feeling like reclaiming the fact that like, oh, I may sound dumb for saying this, but it's how I feel. And I think we're taking back those emotions and knowing that like, no, we're not dumb. It's just how we're thinking. And just realizing that even though I remember teachers always being like, I make sure you ask questions because other people probably have the same questions too. It's true. Like, mm-hmm. totally. Say what you, say your piece. Because everyone else probably feels the same way, too. Exactly.
0: I, that was such a good way to articulate that, Kaylee. It's that feeling of raising your hand and being nervous and the, the teacher being like, oh, my gosh, you're right. And everyone in class is like, oh, my gosh, mm-hmm. same. And then you're like, ah! Like, <laughs> I feel like that's what it feels like. It just feels like something you always thought was kind of, like, weird about yourself and the way that you viewed the world and experienced things. Even if you were like, oh, I know me and my friends are like this. But there's truly no way to know, like, what is, in like, personal, individual, and what is universal. And then now social media has obviously just given us this way to connect with other people in a fun way. Even the term girl itself mm-hmm. just kind of has a negative connotation of, like, oh, you throw, like, a girl. Like, you're... It's just, I think, pictured with, like, immaturity and... um I mean, younger girls are seen to be naive and all these different things. And so I feel like are almost reclaiming, like, you think this is weird, you being like just society in general, men and women, like maybe this feels weird, but I'm still going to do it and talk about it publicly. And then other people are like, oh my gosh, yes, totally. Because not every woman in the world resonates with girl dinner, Mm -hmm. but a lot of us do. And it's very fun. And I think just what women... Do and how they see the world is now being seen as... It's not even being seen as important, necessarily. It's just being talked about. Yeah. The way that we experience the world is different than men. And I think the way that men see the world is just kind of seen as, like, the standard way and the Mm -hmm. way that we do things is different. When it's like, no, both of the ways that we approach these things are important and unique to us and they're important to talk about. So, yeah, I feel like that's kind of what being... what is being reclaimed Mm -hmm. what are you thinking
2: ella i was just kind of thinking like it's a way for girls to just have fun with each other because i feel like there's a lot of like hate on girls right now especially so i feel like girls are just like finding ways to kind of bond over the same things like girl (laughs) dinner or even like the walking thing is such a big like it's been a big hobby for people so i can understand why people would want to like make fun little things out of it and i hate that people are like no that's so stupid why would you do that like that's so dumb i'm like let the people just have names for things. It's just for fun. Like, leave it alone.
0: It's really not that deep. So how do you feel like this reclaiming is now being questioned or, like, twisted in some ways? We read, um, so we have our weekly staff meeting on Mondays, which was yesterday, and we read a few different articles. Um, A lot of them were, like, feminist critiques on um, these girl trends and how, like, they infantilize women. And literally all of us were like, what (laughs) we all i think by the end of the meeting we were like okay like that makes sense like i understand where that is coming from like it seems maybe like we're putting women in a box and oh we're offering this picture of like a woman has served her whole family and now she's just eating scraps in the kitchen like all these things like being like okay i guess like maybe if we're looking at it like with like PhD eyes, i don't know but like we're just like (laughs) trying to have fun, like Ella's saying, and just be like, oh my gosh, this is fun. Like, we all like doing this thing and connecting and bonding over it. What were you guys' thoughts when you were, like, reading those different things? Were you, could you, like, kind of understand that? Or were you like, this is making me sad?
2: I honestly thought it was kind of stupid. Well, not (laughs) stupid necessarily, but just, like, it's like you're looking too deep into something that doesn't need to be looked into, I think, and you have bigger problems to focus on. Because I feel like girl dinner and girl math don't really romanticize like certain things it's more just like a joke like it's like oh like we all do this we all do that it's more just to have a running internet joke I feel like rather than just like a stupid like critique on how women eat their food and it's just the scraps totally
0: I feel like there's just not a need to look into it that deeply like Mm -hmm. Ella's saying like we don't need this like profound social commentary because like yes, there there's still so much inequality between men and women and so much work that still needs to be done. I don't think this is, like, where we should start. <laughs> like, I feel like there are bigger fish, fish to fry and I think even there being trends about things girls care about is really cool. And cool that that's literally on the news. Like, mm-hmm. the fact that enough women are talking about that is so fun. What are you thinking?
1: That kind of brings me up to Olivia Rodrigo's newest album, Guts. Um there's a new trend where it's I don't know what song it is but it's the lyric of I pay attention to things that most people ignore
0: all American (laughs) b-word (laughs) yeah.
1: and it's just talking about how women typically or just people who are doing the trend are talking about like oh I don't step on roly-polies like that's one of my examples like I pay attention to what bugs are on the cracks like on the ground and stuff like I make sure not to step on them or just little things like that or if there's like a thread in your clothes like that's super small but like I check um it kind of brings me to that but it's i feel like this is almost like a celebration but it's also one of the only times i've felt so hurt on social media because usually like i don't like a tiktok unless i actually like it like i don't understand my boyfriend josh just scrolls and likes everything and i was like you're Jail. a madman. so his yeah. free page sucks it's all star wars stuff <laughs> love you josh (laughs) like you're not gonna you're not a bandwagon trend girly no is what i'm hearing i just i like things if i like it and i know that my algorithm is gonna keep it on my for you page Mm -hmm. and i feel like lately i've just been seeing so many women express themselves through social media and express things that they like that they've gone through that they relate to and i feel like overall women are starting to look at each other less in competition and more in Mm -hmm. sisterhood And I love it because I feel like I've never felt so closer to women who I don't know. Yeah, totally. It reminds
0: me of that scene in Barbie where she's like sitting on the bench and it's like the older lady Mm -hmm. and they're like talking. It's just exactly what Kaylee's saying. It feels so connecting because I feel like I could talk to literally any woman about girl math or girl dinner Mm -hmm. and they would like understand. I don't know. It's really fun. And any girl my age. Like if I feel like I could run to anyone on this campus and say that and it just really helps break down walls of like oh that girl like oh i compare myself to her like whatever Mm -hmm. but when you're looking at all the comments and all these girls like oh my gosh same all this stuff and videos are getting millions of views and it's literally on the news it's like oh what women experience matters and the way that we see the world's important and it should be it should be front page news in fact
1: (laughs) honestly i've never felt so like we have our moderator her name is lisa and we explain these girl trends to her during like a meeting she she has us over every year and we have like little little treats and like just talk about like what we're gonna do for the upcoming year and we explain like we usually will teach her slang like the newest slang <laughs> um or but we tell her like girl math and girl dinner and honestly this has made me feel so connected to lisa in a different way this year because mm-hmm. we realized like lisa is also just a girl like lisa's lisa's a grown woman but lisa at heart is still just a girl Mm -hmm. and she makes it she's so relatable to us she's always been
0: lisa we are a little obsessed with you yeah we're (laughs) lisa lovers i love what you're saying about how it made lisa feel like oh you're just a girl because people have been saying to me a lot lately or asking like how's married life and i like don't really know how to respond because i'm like it's great like it's good i feel like when we're younger we categorize people and like those are high schoolers they're so cool those are college students they're so cool oh that person's engaged whoa that person's married oh my gosh that's a mom like we put especially women i feel like we put like oh like even like seeing moms just like in their own like category and then when you get older you're like she's literally just a girl
1: she just happens to have kids she just has
0: a child but like that is fully like a person same with your grandma your great grandma they're just women like They're just girls on the inside. And so when we explained girl math to Lisa, she was like, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I totally get it. And
1: And she even brought up her own
0: points. Literally. She's a genius. And obviously you don't have to, if you're listening to this as a woman and you're like, girl math and girl dinner, I don't resonate. That isn't, we're not counting you out, of course. Mm -hmm. There's probably 10 million other things that we all do that connect us that we just haven't discovered yet. So I'm sure that's to come.
2: You're not not included.
0: (laughs) You're not not included. You're not included. Oh, I hope I didn't say that.
1: Yeah, I guess we'll see. <laughs> um, And there are so many girl trends that we did not mention. Yeah. For instance, there's hot girl summer, rack girl summer. Rat <laughs> girl summer. Rat girl summer was my favorite. I thought it was so funny.
0: Or it's connecting girls. It's also, like, removing any stigma or any negative connotations from girl. Because it's like, we say, like, we're all girls because we all... once a girl you know Mm -hmm. we have that spirit inside of us when we talk about like our inner child like yeah you as a kid is just you without um literally social anxiety and insecurities like that's who you truly are like at your core Mm -hmm. like when you express yourself as a kid and more accepted um and so i think when we're talking about girls we're really getting at that like childlike joy and just authenticity yeah and so it's really fun being able to talk to women literally in different generations and born in different times. And they're like, Oh my gosh. Yes. Like totally. There's so many ways that we're so similar to each other and so many ways we're different. I love it. I feel like that's why I really wanted to talk about this because on the surface, it's just like, Oh, this is fun. But I'm like, wait, this is so cool. We all get to talk about this together. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh.
1: And this is just like a new wave of this instance that we're all connected. I saw that there was one trend that went viral on like TikTok, I think in April or something like that. And it was the trend that like, girls for centuries whenever you braid your hair a girl in like the 1800s did and i'm like oh my gosh like i never thought of that like i feel so connected to women ev- like uh, through all timelines Aww. because i'm like they learned how to braid hair and braiding hair isn't something you learn from youtube for most people a simple mm-hmm. braid is taught by your mom or you learn it in school or you learn it from a friend on the playground and so i think something as small as learning of braiding your hair every day is so beautiful because you're you don't realize how connected you are to other women around you
0: mm-hmm mommy wanting to cry again that's literally so sweet <laughs> me when i'm like braiding my hair before bed i'm like oh my gosh a pilgrim to did just <laughs> this i love that when we were all growing up we were just like i want to be a woman i want to be a big girl mm-hmm. you know i'm ready grow me right up um <laughs> i'm gonna cut that um we just felt ready to grow up you know girls dream of becoming a woman but then once you're a woman you wish you were a girl again blah, 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 blah. let me say that again this me editing this, I'm literally so sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna, be in the tr- I'm gonna be in the trenches. We'll
1: get you a free, a free. I'll g- I'll give you a free. What's a free? A free. You you made that word up. Free treat. Yeah. I made that up. Oh, Jenna. Did I forget? I think you forgot. You literally were like, oh, sometimes because you were talking about how we literally had a grid event and you were like, oh, it's a free, it's a free treat. You can ask Emmy." I was there when you like made it up and you thought it was sensational. I think you literally said it on a podcast last like <gasps> year oh, because you were like a free, And I, I thought oh you were a genius gosh. for that. How did you forget you made that when word? When you said it,
0: I thought it meant free treat, like my brain went yeah. there, but then I wasn't, I wanted to make sure. So as you guys know, my name is Jenna. You know, another character named Jenna, Jenna, I don't know Thanks. her last name. Jenna Rink, that's what it is, from 13 Going on 30. I've been told my whole life that I look like the 13-year-old of Jenna. You do. I do, we have the same nose. But we were talking about 13 Going on 30 in our meeting, and if you know that movie, Shadi's 13, she's at her birthday party. She's like, I just want to be 30, flirty, and thriving. As we all want to be. But then you turn 30 and you're like, goodbye. I'm literally 30 years old. So, going off of that, do you guys feel like when you were younger, were you like, I just want to be a woman?
2: Yeah. Oh,
3: <laughs> I thought you were going to elaborate. Oh,
2: well, my, I had an older sister. She's 11 years older than me. So anytime I would like think of things that were cool, I would always think of like my older sister. So I felt like that was like, a pressure on me that like really wanted to be this cool grown-up woman that has a boyfriend and does all these like goes out and hangs out with her friends i was like my sister's such a nerd looking back at it i'm like she was not that cool but She's it's a dork like, no but it's like when i was younger you romanticize this idea of being a woman because you like have freedom you're taken seriously you can do whatever you want and then now i'm like take it
0: back, <laughs> you're like no take one takes back. me seriously i can't do whatever no I literally want, and i have a period
2: cool yeah
0: you're like and I get catcalled and I'm scared every time I leave my car. Someone's gonna take
2: me away. And I can't walk in the dark and I'm terrified of everything.
1: I personally never wanted to grow up. Even my, my dad and I were just talking about this. I think it's because my one of my favorite movies as a kid was Hook. If mm-hmm. you've never seen Hook, it's a it's a different version of Peter Pan, and it's played it's a movie with Robin Williams and basically like it's Peter grows up and then he goes back to Neverland and the little like the the Lost Boys are like Peter, why'd you grow up? And so I was... From that movie, I think it instilled in me, like, growing up means you have to get a job. You have mm. to pay bills. Mm-hmm. I kind of knew all of those things, especially because my dad was only 20... Basically 20. He was tw- a month after turning 21. He, I was born. So since he was so young, he kind of told me, like, you don't want to grow up. These are all the things you're going to have to do. Yeah. And I thought it was, like, the worst horror movie ever that <laughs> no. I was going to have to go watch. <laughs> and I was like, there is no way that I have to pay taxes. Like, this is insane. And so, I think growing up, like, I just, I never wanted to do that at all. Like, Mm -hmm. I saw my sister, and I was, like, she's seven years older, so I understand, like, the age gap, as Mm -hmm. Ella does. And I was just kind of, like, ew, like, you have to go to high school and deal with those girls? Like, they're (sighs) so mean. And, like, she was in softball, and I was, like, she got the short end of the stick with all those girls being rude or, like, same thing. If someone stole her number, God forbid, ugh, the worst so honestly I never want to grow up I always want to be young I kind of related in the sense of like I think once I got to a certain age I mm-hmm. kind of wanted to be an older woman but it was more of when it was more of when I was in like that awkward 7th grade True. age like that middle school age totally
2: that mm-hmm. I was like
1: I just want to be in high school
2: that's- I was just saying those are the times when I was watching makeup tutorials yes. and like wanting to slay so bad
1: <laughs> I remember asking my
0: mom I was like mom what are you gonna teach me how to do my makeup and she was like I'm not gonna teach you like you'll just it's just something you should kind of figure out and I was like what <laughs> and I was so sad because I was like I want to know how to like do this like it's gonna I'm gonna feel so grown up but in the end I learned how to do it so don't worry mom um yeah I feel like Kaylee is kind of the anomaly With that, that's so funny. That like movie truly informed your the rest of your childhood. Yeah, it's so funny.
1: Even like Matilda, I loved Matilda growing up, and so I think seeing her being independent at a young age, I was like, why can't I be independent at a young age? Totally. So especially because my again my mom couldn't cook, so (laughs) I would make dinner with my dad. Mm -hmm. So some nights it was like, okay, you're in charge of doing this, and so I would full on make like pancakes and eggs and bacon for breakfast. Like I when I was in like second grade, I was packing my sister's lunch because she didn't feel like doing it. Period. and so I think I was just like oh I have the responsibilities and I have the freedom of being older at like in second grade but I don't have to do all the bad things and then once I got there I was like I've even had times where like now I'm like I want to be young so bad and like i all feel so homesick for a place I can't go to mm-hmm. and it's like the worst feeling ever but ultimately like growing up isn't scary I think it's just the idea that you don't know where you're going is scary yeah totally but it's comforting seeing other women exam for example lisa seeing lisa thriving is the most comforting feeling ever because i'm like if lisa can do it i know i can do it yeah 100 literally we need a sticker that says that
0: when
2: I, I remember like when i was a kid i i had like really nerdy parents so growing up i kind of still played with toys until i was almost like in high school like throughout middle school so i felt like part of me was like oh i don't want to grow up and then a lot of part of me was like but i just want to be taken serious almost like i i want to be able to have these hobbies of like collecting stupid little things and like nerdy things quote unquote but also be taken seriously and not like a child and i feel like part of me really wanted to grow up just so i didn't have to be this little kid especially because i'm the youngest in my family Mm. so i was always taken as the youngest so like i feel like part of me really wanted to grow up because i just wanted to be taken seriously
1: i think even when you grow up though you're still treated like the baby like no matter what like you are are we all
2: youngest in here Yes. Period. Yay! I feel
0: like that rings true for me, too. Like, I feel like a lot of women felt that way when they were younger, of, like, oh, I'll be taking seriously, like, people will listen to me and my ideas when I'm older.
1: Mm -hmm. Just kidding. (laughs) I think even then, though, like, going back to, like, how you were saying, like, oh, playing with toys, like even as women get older, like, when in the scene with Barbie, like, it's the mom not wanting to throw away that Barbie doll. Yeah. Like, America Ferreira's character doesn't want to get rid of that her daughter's Barbie. Like, we still want them. Like, recently, we were unpacking boxes, and I found my Littlest Pet Shop collection, and I made Josh sit there, Sleigh. and I explained to him which ones and how I'd play with them, how these ones were a couple,
2: how these how, how these how this
1: was this person's kid, like, absolutely on
2: my Littlest Pet Shop lore. <laughs> I love it. But that's, like, the whimsical, like, being of, like, a girl. Like, you get to have all these fun little stories that you like reminisce on because i look back at the stuff that i've had since i was a kid and i'm like this used to be this and this used to be that and i like and then, like, I think back, I'm like, I had the coolest dolls ever. Why didn't I keep them? I should have kept them for the rest of my life. Because I'm like, I want these little, like, ch- childhood memories. Because they're like, and then they look so cool. Totally. But, like, you can't admit that they look cool. Because people are like, what? why are you, like... My biggest
1: regret is getting rid of all of, almost all of my Monster High dolls. The original I feel ones. That. I feel that. 100%. I sold them at a yard sale.
2: I used to collect Ever After High dolls. That was, God. like, the the princessy version mm-hmm. of Monster High. And oh my gosh I'm like trying to rebuy them it's like a hundred something dollars like,
1: I still it, have some of my, my monster high dolls okay, I love them
0: okay. it seems like girls feel like a condition for us to grow up is to like leave behind all mm-hmm. of the things that brought us joy when we were younger because it's attached to like being a girl and like immaturity but it's interesting because I feel like with boys when they're younger they're like oh you need to like be a man and like like sports and like do these things (laughs) so rough and it it, it's just strange that we have these like categories of like okay you need to like do this and leave this behind when it's like maybe you know you're three years old and you're throwing throwing a football and you're like i I love this and you were gonna do that for the rest of your life but maybe maybe you're not or maybe you're a little girl and you're like i don't like dolls i don't want to do that or maybe Mm -hmm. you do it's just strange that we, like, have these conditions of, like, okay, this is what it means to, like, grow up.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And, like, you have to leave these things behind. But I feel like a lot of conversations lately, especially after the Barbie movie, are, like, oh, maybe I don't have to leave all those things behind. Like, maybe I can still, you know, have my littlest pet shops that I revisit. You know, they're still in a box away, but, you know, I'll bring them out every once in a while because they make you happy. Like, We don't need to get rid of those things that were once so important to us. So many interests of women are just seen as, like, trivial. And so I think that this is reclaiming that, like, no, this isn't trivial. This is important because, like, the thing itself isn't what is important. The littlest pet shops are what are are special. It's all the memories that are associated with that and how Mm -hmm. you've made meaning with those things. Like, it's just plastic and all that sort of stuff. No offense. Um... (laughs) same with my stuffed animals like oh, yeah. i love my stuffed animals and i still have a
1: ton of them i have a 20 he's he was the stuffed animal given to me at birth his oh, name sweet. is Lammy. love he used to be pink he's now gray and oh. i have performed several surgeries on him surgeries. and i call them surgeries because it's when i have to sew him back and oh my, gosh. my mom's boyfriend i was sewing him in the kitchen and my mom's boyfriend comes in and he goes aren't she? it was like oh do you want me to throw that away for you and I, fo- I had a whole meltdown for the rest of the day. Oh, I would absolutely have a meltdown. And I was so devastated because I was like, it's not even the fact, because I can sleep without him. I'm fine without him. Like, it's good. But it's the fact that he was like there for me every single night mm-hmm. for now 21 years, basically. But I am I mean, like for the most influential nights, like when I was crying over a boy who I liked in like fourth grade and he's dating my best friend <laughs> or like for ex- like name you- drop <laughs> <laughs> actor. Yeah. <laughs> good <laughs> Kaylee it's you fine little devil he was there for me for every single influential night and I think that again going back to like it's about the memories it's not about like the physical thing even though like if there was a fire there he's definitely the first thing I'm going. grabbing absolutely it's like the montage in Barbie like mm-hmm. it just made everyone feel so
0: like happy and like oh my gosh I
1: have
0: chills thinking about it no it's just like so sweet and there's so much of our girlhood that's just so special that we don't I don't think we think about because we feel like we had to put that away like I'm a woman now no you're a girl I don't care if you're 99 years old you're just a girl
1: like when Stefani says
0: exactly guys it's been a good night we've had lots of laughs All right we will see you guys next time bye, bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Did I Talk Too Much? If you enjoyed this week's episode, we would love to hear from you. You can leave a rating and a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you're listening from. To make sure you don't miss an episode every other week, be sure to subscribe. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram as well to get the latest updates on upcoming events, new blogs, and question boxes where you have the chance to have your questions answered on the podcast. Our Instagram is at grit at Biola. Our blog is linked in our Instagram bio, where you can hear from our staff writers and read more about our mission. Thanks again for tuning in. The views expressed in this podcast may not necessarily represent the beliefs of Biola University or the Grit Editorial Board. All content is designed to inspire and challenge grit listeners to explore their gifting, foster resilience, gain insight, and develop tenacity.